I think he's the creator of the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC Dittmer, here with these three nerds because math is hard. The man pointing at me, trying to surprise me, but Crix is coming in and saving my life, is one Tom M. Norman playing Aaron on this morning. How you doing, buddy? I had you. Genius, genius <laughs> even said... Genius even said it. Like now is a great oh, time I, for this. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I kind of I'm getting better and picked up on things. And then when Crixus said, it, I said, "Yeah," and I, I kind of figured we did because everyone got very quiet that we went to title. <laughs> oh, that man alerting me and saving my bacon. Actually, I didn't save any bacon. My bacon's gone. Uh, that is one Ryan Crixus Kukta. How are you doing this morning, bud? It's a fantastic Sunday morning here in paradise where it's barely 10 degrees and having a good time all day. So, Wow, it's colder down there than it is up here. It's is 21 that? up here, apparently. Oh, okay, I woke up and it was in the teens and I was like, I'm not going out there all day then. I'm going to my nephew's um, hockey game later and that's about my venturing out into the world today. So. That's reasonable. Yeah, I'm thinking about putting lights on the house today, so we'll see if that happens or not. That man doing some electrical engineering is one Jeff <laughs> Doc Williams. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Good, good. Glad to be here. D&D, love it. Oh, hell yeah. Man, Glad my lights have been on my house for like a solid, solid two months. Oh, yeah. I've... Yeah. My girlfriend went and put all her stuff up uh, last two months ago in October. <laughs> it's kind of warm. She's like, I'm going to put it all up now. I'm not going to turn yeah, it yeah, on, I, but I'm going to put it up. Right. I've been talking about putting them on the house for the last two months, but, you know. Smart. My question is, why now? I mean, you're less than a week away. Why? Why even bother? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it snows in April and you want to turn the lights back on. <laughs> is that wrong? Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those. It's beautiful all year round. There is a some. There was a year I left the lights on the house the entire year. The uh, the year we had Raina, um, we left the Christmas tree up till Easter. So, nice. Nice. as long as it's still alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, fake tree. Fake tree. Nice. Oh, 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 oh fake tree. Oh, and then you can then why not go for three sixty five? I give up my one of my um wife's uh, relatives they leave the christmas tree up year round and they just take the decorations off and change it for the different holidays yep that's i i knew someone like that too near uh near the high school i went to that's fun and they had a house in a big open window and you'd see it you go by it halloween there's little pumpkins hanging on it and you go by it easter it's all rabbits and stuff hmm. huh. all so right how, well, how about the D D? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I, we got to uh, recap do a, from do a tree with like D and D spells, ornaments. And there stuff you go. Like or dice. Oh, that would miniatures. be cool. Miniatures. Tree with dice and minis hanging on it. Oh, yeah. I got to do a D and D tree next year. Hell yeah! Oh, all right. I'll do the recap, recap while he's. Uh, how it's been two weeks. Yeah, and I was uh, here last week. I was in the. Been a couple weeks. People. So, uh, so yeah, we started uh, in just at the start of combat. As the rock came down uh, and started the combat, while the rock was coming down, the whale was coming up. Then the uh, rock grabbed Doc, and then the rock went up, and Doc went up. And then Doc got away, so Doc came down. Uh, thankfully, uh, 
Featherfall slowed his down, but then the rock came back down to uh, grab Doc again, and then Doc and the rock went back up, and then Doc came back down again. Meanwhile, the whale was coming up, and uh, so then uh, Doc came down, and Aranon decided then to crit on the rock, and then the rock came down again and made some pancakes out of Crixus and Doc, and at that point, Doc was way down, so uh, he needed... Crixus's last heal so that Doc came back up just briefly or just enough. So then we hopped on the whale and then the whale went down and brought the rock down with him. And then we traveled down under the water, uh, but our spirits were up, so that's good. Uh, then we slept for a couple nights on the whale and uh, came up to the sun also coming up. So last <laughs> session was a lot of ups and downs. That has got to be my favorite recap ever. On ups and downs. So, uh, all that if, you, if you think that's good, you, you'll you'll enjoy it. Now, I, I have to apologize; these aren't exactly limericks, um, but uh, you might recognize the tune here. So, uh, the dock and the rock go up and down, up and down, up and down. The dock and the rock go up and down four, five rounds. Um, don't don't want to leave Crixus out of this. So uh, if you're Crixus and exhausted, take a knee. Channel <laughs> divinity. If you're Crixus and exhausted, got a friend who needs the frost and inspiration. All been lost to take a knee. <laughs> and these guys a moment to recover here because I don't want to leave Aaron on out. Oh, shit. Possible. Holy <clears throat> shit. Let me know when you're ready. Uh, sure, go for it. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> nope. All right. Hot, there's no doubt he's about as cold as a knucklehead trout. If you flame or steam him, he will shout, don't tip him over now, just chill out. <sighs> That's special. Oh my! I got God. nothing. I got nothing. Merry Christmas, everyone. The Merry best Christmas. recap ever, right there, folks. Hey, wow! If I do this, it looks like my arms are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. You look like me after our next battle. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you look like with no man hands. <laughs> All right. So we are waking up on. Day 76 of Aranon's journey to the first sunrise Icewind Dale has seen in a long time. Yay! So, like oh, Jacques service. Cousteau. This is day 76 of breaks. our journey. <laughs> the bubble breaks the lair of the water. <laughs> you see in the distance the sunrise. <sighs> um... Now, he ended up at his bell, his dock, uh, where you guys actually got on him for the first time. Take a ride. You are south of Revel's End. Um, you are west of Ten Towns. What would you like to do? So I think the consensus was we were all going to go to Bryn Shander, trade in monies, pimp ourselves out 
Well, that sounds bad. Pump ourselves up to the crowd. Um, and kind of uh, re regroup, see if we can get some more potions of healing, stuff like that. So you head back to Ten Towns, head towards Brent Chander. Okay. So we gotta make sure we enter the town like it, um, kind of singing the praises of ourselves as the bringers of dawn. So, um, you know, TBD, the bringers of dawn are here. The bringers of dawn. <laughs> the, uh, Valene, her sleds are there uh, with her dogs. Um, you asked about your dogs last time where you left them. Uh, they ran along with you guys. I imagine they're in Tourmaline with, uh, I think that's where the last time we mentioned them. And, um, Marta probably would have had them stabled or been taking care of them for you, seeing as how you guys didn't have any sleds. So Sorry. your dogs are there. You've been relying on Valene's dogs for the last... Dog, dog sleds for the last several adventures. Hers are like dire wolves, right? Mm -hmm. So they were yeah. moving a little faster than your standard Absolutely. dog. Mm -hmm. So they bring you uh, <clears throat> they bring you with haste to um, uh, Bryn Chander. That is, I should actually pull up Bryn Chander. <laughs> Let's make a new window. Let's pull up Bryn Chander because I don't have that up. I wonder um, if I still have Bryn Shander's map. Big circular map. If you have a folder for maps and the thumbnail, it's a huge-ass circle map of the town. Um, so entering, do you do anything special as you enter the town of Bryn Shander? Um, like to, oh. to announce your... Uh, arrival. Yes, uh, Crixus would like to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that power, but Crixus is looking to um, use a performance as <laughs> as I um, kind of play on my instrument, and um, uh, also kind of just generally singing uh, the praises of TBD and. Kind of showing the the battle with the rock, um, and us standing victorious at the dock. There's no mention of of uh, you know me and Aranon having our our disagreements. There's no uh, identifying that Crixus is exhausted. Basically, we're destroying the rock handedly and then jumping up and down on the um, on the uh, dock. And then turning around and the sun's coming up, basically, on, on my performance. So the sun's coming up behind you. You're standing on the you're standing on the dog sled. Valine's like guiding the dog sled behind you. But you're standing on it. Just kind of gym uh, not as extreme as the guy playing guitar in um Oh, what the hell Mad is that Max movie? Fury Road? Yes, not as extreme as that guitarist, but a similar vibe, an attention-getting vibe. No, I You're picture... There. You have the images pic... swirling in front of you, and... 
I pictured Crixus um, yeah, being and, strapped and for any to the of those front. that are catching up, I'm sorry. Uh, for any of those that are catching up, I have uh, magical loot, and that loot allows me to create images, uh, basically illusions, while I play it. So um, my intention is to do this stuff as like people are watching a, a 3D concert with the illusions. That's dope. Dope. Exactly. You were saying, Tom. Oh, I was just saying, I picture Crixus being standing on top of everything, just doing that whole Mad Max Fury Road, like just rocking out like oh, his yeah. brains are going to fly out. If it's only a, we had a, a giant truck with speakers. Yeah. You got thaumaturgy, don't you? Yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> thaumaturgy, <laughs> you're projecting your voice in the, in the sound. You actually make quite, quite the entrance, I mean, for... For the Sword Coast, this is a spectacle, as, as especially for Ten Towns, it's a small rural community in the north. You put on quite the show as you guys enter in, explaining the, the and projecting and showing the battle with the rock. And um, you pull right up, I imagine, through the north gate and right near the Northlook Tavern, right away. Um, it's early in the morning. You do have some of the attention. The people are, although not as many for some reason, like the population seems less than before. Um, if just a quick thought, you'd say uh, uh, you would assume some of them have left to help the other ten towns rebuild. Um, but the people that are there are kind of in wonderment of the dawn still. And the, this is the, like the third dawn they've had, and they're still coming out and some of them are still like wow it's really bright damn the snow <laughs> if you're free, if you've ever lived in a snowy environment you understand that covering your eyes like that and then covering your eyes from the snow the reflection of the sun on the snow well, it's uh, probably they're walking out of a tavern and those are always yeah. dark so uh. exactly oh wait it's not homes. wisconsin it's no it's no no I'm not gonna no. lie. It it does sound sound like actually. What's the one that had the the farting t- bar? The oh, that was that was Tourmaline. Okay, yeah, Tourmaline sounds oh, no. more like Wisconsin. But... That was Bridgehander, I think. Wasn't was it? it? No, it was the place no. with the mine. Oh yeah, mine. yeah. Well, whatever city yeah. that is, that's definitely. I'll tell you in a second. Us. Uh, term- oh yeah, it's Tourmaline. It was. Yep, yeah, it was Tourmaline. That was right. Trust your instincts. <laughs> awesome. So, um, you come in, uh, unload. There is a crowd that gathers and picks up on TBD, the bringers of dawn. And uh, it doesn't take long before rumors start to to flow around and it gets blown up into a bit more grandiose thing and some people are saying Oral has been defeated. Um, and then there, you start hearing in, here, in play, here and there in places like, have you heard of the Belching Dragon? That's that's their bar. <laughs> and 
stuff like that is kind of hitting and uh, you hear in amongst the crowds. Um, you do end up... Oh, you'd see Devessa Shane actually come up to you um, and she looks at you and it's like, we owe you a great debt. We have not seen a dawn in many, many years. People are hopeful that this long winter may be ending at last. Although it never gets very warm up here in the first place, but we may see days where we might not need all the coats and the gloves. Um, I think we need to tell the speaker, set the story straight, and just say... Um, it's a it's a small step in the right direction. However, Oral has not yet been defeated. Uh, this is a a victory well fought and earned by our people. But the war is not yet over. Would you be willing to speak to the public on this? Just what you just said to me. I'll say yes, Crixus would love to speak to the public. Let me organize a rally. I will organize a rally for later this afternoon and get the whole town here, and then we can send messengers out to the other ten towns. Just let them know that although the dawn came, we're still not out of the clouds. Crixus believes that the best place, and he communicates this to Devessa Shane, would be right next to the Belching Dragon. So if we could organize uh, some sort of platform right there, that would be the best place for it. That's in... You're in Lonelywood, though, your bar, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Guess what, so town? We don't We're going on a road trip. To... <laughs> yeah. Let's pack up the whole population and head north. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um... So she sets up a... She heads off and goes to set up... There's a town square that she's got to prep for this. And it's almost kind of like... She sounds like she's going to make it like a mini festival for you guys. And start setting up all the uh, the stage and everything. And gets starts rounding up people, the sheriff, and... Um, as you're sitting there, uh, kind of looking, de- debating what you're going to do next, a familiar face walks up to you and I'm trying to find her name. In the interim, I'll, I'm just yeah. talking to the rest of TBD and just making sure we have a good, like, a, a story to tell and make sure we're all on the same page about what the communication is. We don't want to lie to the people, but we also don't want to give them hope and not feel like they'll remain under the stranglehold of Oral Mm -hmm. forever. So, just making sure we have a good story to tell. Mm -hmm. And I would just interject and mention to Crixus that we should probably let them know that, you know, this is a temporary fix, and if Oral finds another dragon to fly on, 
that we'll be right back to where we were, so we need to make haste. Um, Nishan. Trixus doesn't acknowledge Aranon's idea, but listens and internalizes it. Oh, that's how we're doing this now, huh? Uh, the priestess <laughs> of the House of the Morning Lord comes up to you in the middle of your discussion. Her name, Nishan. Um, there is a little, uh, um, what the fuck are they called? I am brain farting this morning. The little guys. Did somebody kill too many brain cells? Oh, And she says, I um, thank you for the, the light, <laughs> bringing, bringing the light of the Morning Lord back to the people of Ten Towns. Um, where is your companion, the lady? I'm just going to give, like, a quizzical look, like, like, El Ellie? Yeah, that was... I think that's her name. She is, she yeah, is um, back, she's back maintaining the tavern. She decided yeah. that she needed a break from adventuring since that is not her life's goal, and she is helping the people of Lonelywood. You notice that the, at this, um... The, the mention that she's not here and that she's somewhere else. The Choinga looks dejected <laughs> on her shoulder. Kind of, it, was, it was very cheery and now it's just kind of... We're not enough. Alright. Um... Um, and, and it kind of it, it pokes Mishan on the, kind of on the cheek and she turns and looks at it and he kind of sitting there and he and then points at the three of you. Do you want to go with them? <sighs> no! That's up to them if they want to. Would you be willing to take him to her? He wanted to Trixus immediately nods yes. Absolutely. That sounds fantastic. I think she would love to see a familiar and smiling face. Uh, Aranon would say under his breath but loud enough for everybody to hear he would just say fuck <laughs> pull a Geralt fuck uh huh <laughs> the, when you say smiling face the Chewinga kind of looks at you sideways like like a dog like what <laughs> and then kind of points at its circles around its face which is blank there's nothing there they don't have facial features lack thereof yeah fair <laughs> yeah. Just kind of shrugs. <laughs> and I'll look, take a marker, and drop. No, no, no. But uh, so Crixus makes room in his kind of the top of his backpack. Oh, for I can uh, Schwinga. To... I can carry him in the bag of holding. Yeah, no, you will not do that. This is Schwinga. Uh, he he hold he holds up his finger for a second, and then he jumps into her backpack, and he pulls out. He's got comes out, and he's got a um, climbs back up on her shoulder. He's got a fork, 
a smaller fork over his shoulder and a thimble on his head. And he's ready. <laughs> All his worldly possessions. Yep. <laughs> a fork and a yeah. thimble. He's, so, he's apparently become a fighter somewhere, <laughs> somewhere awesome. this time at the church. He's ready he's to go battle, battle with you guys. Awesome. Train so then up. he jumps, he jumps, he climbs on your arm and up your arm, and then he takes his fork and puts it in your bag and takes his hat off and puts it in your bag and just kind of sits on your shoulder. Awesome. Crixus is really happy about this, really points back and and says to Aranon, the more the merrier. And then holds his face just like that. I'm just going to ignore it. Okay, so what would you guys like to do in Brinchander? Sell some crap. So I figure, um, and we don't actually need to do it over stream, but yeah, we would go to the shop, and I can get you a list of things that I would want to sell, John, mm -hmm. and then uh, convert all of our money, or convert money to <laughs> less tedious. <laughs> color, color up. <laughs> color up so you can leave the table. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Alright. Uh so yeah. We all we all actually handle your shopping. Again, there isn't gonna be a ton of magical stuff to buy. It's... Um I will tell you that you're able to come up with two potions of let's see, it's potion of healing, greater potion of greater healing. Two potions of greater healing. And superior is the top, right? So it's the middle ones. I yes. would... <clears throat> I would... Um, discuss with the group who should have what potions, because I have two or three potions of regular healing. Like, should, should the healers have the bigger potions? You know, should they take the smaller ones just to be sure they stay alive in case? Like, should the non-spell people have greater potions of healing that discussion so i i um i think our like our our more combat efficient people so for example doc right now would have the potion of supreme or greater healing because he'd be he'd need to soak up most of the damage and when he's in trouble he needs to get a lot more hp back quick um and then I'm completely out of potion of healing, so I need at least one. Aranon. Got a potion of vitality somewhere in there, though, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knew? <laughs> now, now, now that you're no longer exhausted. <laughs> who knew? So Aranon has three potions of healing. Um, he would be willing to... You get a potion of healing, and you get a potion of healing, and I get a potion of healing. In a in a gesture of goodwill, he would offer up one or two of them to Crixus. Do you have inspiration right now, Tom? No. Okay. I was going to take it away if you did, because that's not Aaron's character. <laughs> goodwill. <laughs> no, it's it's not. But he would... It's more a survival mechanism. It's survival, because he knows that, you know, if... if <laughs> He he. While he doesn't need everybody, if they're going into this big battle, he still needs everybody. So withholding survival from people would not be beneficial to him, because Crixus is like kind of like the healer of the party. So 
by giving a portion of healing to Crixus to help keep him up, that in turn almost guarantees that Aranon would have that support in battle. Okay. So it's giving for selfish reasons. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Just giving in self-interest. Yep. Basically, that's what Absolutely. it would be. So I would offer up a potion of healing to Crixus if he's going to okay. give the big ones to Doc. That works. Whether whether Crixus acknowledges him and takes it is another story, but that is what I'm offering. Okay. The afternoon comes. You guys get all your... Get all your gold and silver and stuff colored up to platinum the lowest denomination you can possibly carry in coinage <clears throat> you find these couple of potions um, and the time for the um, rally slash uh, speech <laughs> comes and Crixus, they have a nice stage set up. Everyone's gathered in the square. Um, Duvessa Shane steps forward to the microphone, or to the to the amplifying podium, the podium, not the microphone, the podium. Uh, and through magical means, amplifies her voice like through a thaumaturgy, and it, her voice booms out over the crowd. She says, ladies and gentlemen, the dawn has arisen over ten towns for the first time in decades. The long night is over. But there is still work to be done. The recent unpleasantness with the dragon that has torn through ten towns. This dragon was defeated by the gentlemen you see to my left they are also responsible for defeating the rock the transportation the um, the source of the ability of the frost maiden to cast our sky in eternal darkness night after night after night I would like to introduce a good friend and a hero of Ten Towns, Crixus. And the crowd kind of cheers, and everyone's in a very, very jovial mood. You, you, there's, there was music playing before she started. It was kind of a, uh, almost a party atmosphere in the square. Yeah, there, there's all the cheering for Crixus. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you step so forward, Crixus. and when you step forward, yep. you're, you kind of there's like a wow when they would you say wow when they appear, and you realize you've kind of stepped into a bubble where that's auto um, like near this podium that is pushing your voice out like a thaumaturgy spell. Awesome, you rec uh, recognize yeah, you so stepped into an amplifying voice magic field. So then Crixus is just going to kind of recreate the event using the loot and just kind of half talk, half sing the the battle, kind of raising suspense when necessary and um, really praising 
um, you know, the the abilities of of TBD to um, to destroy the rock, and then Crixus kind of looks over to Aranon as well, and um, as part of his song, he recognizes that. Uh, Oral was also training a young silver dragon to continue to bring terror to Ten Towns. And recognizing that Ten Towns just had a dragon scare, and uh, this would be extra impactful to them as TBD destroyed her, you know, next um, ability to to bring terror to ten towns and keep it going yeah so um so just making that a point as well and uh kind of just an olive branch to Aradon as well like look maybe it wasn't a terrible idea uh although i feel like we could have figured it out it it also could have been terrible if oral got the silver dragon pack so take a point of inspiration for that that's that's uh a good and the, as you tell the tale and the and the dock going up and dock coming down and the rock coming down and dock going up and the rock coming down and there's a lot of audible oohs and ahs and the notable gasp when, when Crixus was ex- collapsed exhausted at the end. Um, the the, the uh, giant cheer erupted with Aaron's crit and the, the crowd you really kind of stirred them up and uh have them ready and willing to do like if you wanted them to go storm a castle right now they'd go with you <laughs> possibly maybe we should oh. <laughs> and go back and storm the dwarven fortress pitchforks and torches. take, take right? the whole city of Bryn Shander to your thrin let's go <laughs> and back to castle Grayskull and let's take yeah, that yeah. take her down Something tells me the whale would. <laughs> He'd probably be happy. He'd get a lot of octopuses. Oct- octopi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Octopies. Octopuses. Octopuses. Uh, it's, it's an octopusher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you do this. Uh, the day goes on. Um, there's a party that night, there's a lot of festivities and drinking, and the general mood in Bryn Shander is one uh, that is very jovial. Um, Doc, is there anything specific you do this night? Uh, drink, drinking and laughing. Drinking and laughing. Lots of drinking and laughing for Doc today. Uh, Doc is... Where's Doc's mindset? How does he feel? What was that? Sorry, mind. Said, where is Doc's mindset right now? How does he feel? What is he thinking about? Uh, He's just um, basking in the glory, uh, enjoying the performance, uh, laughing. Okay. Um,. So the night goes by, you enjoy yourself, uh, morning comes again, another dawn, and it's, 
it's celebrated. The morning is celebrated. There are people that are actually up before the dawn to see the sunrise. Um, watching the sunset at night was an event. Like it, the it, during the party, as the sun was setting in the sky, everyone went moved up to high ground to buildings and watched the sunset and it just go and go and go and go and go. And that moment when the the arc of the sun just winks out, you know, the do it again, daddy moment. Uh, the whole city erupted in cheers of the sun setting and then we're all there to see the, the that first light of it in the morning the, for any of you that don't understand the do it again daddy I, this is an age oh, thing That's there was awesome. a com <laughs> there was a commercial back in the 80s a lifesavers commercial where a dad and a son were sitting together and the sun winks out of existence and the sun the little kid looks up to his dad and goes do it again daddy so it was I was just saying when I said do it again daddy if people don't get that reference it sounds very bad <laughs> really dirty yes it does so then the celebration goes on and lasts into the morning and they see the sunrise and everyone's happy um, you guys move out the next day Eveline was kind of very reserved she went off into a, a um, into your rooms that night and was pouring over the book because she still has that book uh you guys still have the orb one of you i think doc has the orb um but she was pouring over that book yep. uh in the morning i imagine are you moving out to lonelywood to the belching dragon on the way well, to revel's end or where were you gonna head i think there's uh two things that that Crixus was hoping that would happen here in Bryn Chander is okay. that Valine would uh, connect with anybody from the Brotherhood that she knew about Aranon's situation and if there's any resolution that they're aware of. And then the second is that we wanted to stop back at that weaponsmith uh, to see his last time they had a pair of magical uh, hand axes and just to make sure if there's anything else there that we need to the hand axes were in Luxon oh okay my bad that was I'm, I'm terrible Luxon. at locations not Luxon. today <clears throat> not Luxor killing myself <laughs> is that the Luxor that, that's the, the pirate Luxor. city that's yeah. got it. much further to the south you have to take a boat back from fighter shear down south alright one little day down I'll get from the this. flamingo yeah um she doesn't find any brotherhood contacts within the city. Um, she searches for a good hour or two, and then it's at that point she goes, well, let me just study this book. And that's... She doesn't drink at all or celebrate with anyone. She has stuff and she wants to do yet. And answer she needs to find. She wants to try and help Aaron on. I almost called you Aragorn. <sighs> I take it. Yeah, he's not as much of an asshole as Aaron is, though. <laughs> he's just scared. Um, so in studying the book, um, she believes that the knowledge contained in the book with the uh, magic, with the skilled mage that Valish Gant is, that they'd be able to end this uh, condition on Aaron. She doesn't know how you're going to get him out of Revel's End. 
or to a place where you would be able to use any magic. Um, she does also, uh, in the morning, tell you guys that she believes in Yathrin there may be an answer as well. That you might not even need to bother with Valish Gant if you don't want to try and go and visit him again. Uh, did you ever explain to her how, how much of a botch job your first visit to him was? No, no told her about that I yet. would not have mentioned sure that, that at all. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, there okay. would have been hints like, mm, he... Uh, she would note your general reluctance to go there and mm -hmm. say there may be an answer within Yathrin then. I would yeah. ask her, like, you say there may be. What are the what's odds? There. What? I don't know what's in there. There is artifacts, magical artifacts of untold power. Things in there that could help in the battle with Oral. There are things in there that could end this everlasting night that we seem to take care of temporarily. There's artifacts that allow you to control the weather. It was a city of Netherese magic. Magic that was beyond what we know now that they sought to actually usurp the god of magic and failed. And, but they and what are the powerful. odds that uh, what are the odds that you and and Valish Gant can can fix Aaron? I mean, and are we, I mean, I, I assume we have to get him out of the prison, which means either getting him a pardon or a breakout. So that doesn't seem that to... easy. He's a member of the Brotherhood, and the Brotherhood requested he be locked away. I may be able to get him out on that alone. <clears throat> It's risky, though. I mean, that's that's lying to authorities in a prison, and I mean, it... I'm already not on the best terms with the Brotherhood. Is there anybody there that Does would he... take a bribe? It's hard to say. The uh, the <sighs> unlikely, because the staff of the prison is changed out every month for a fresh set of highly trained, highly motivated guards. I'm going to spend turn a month to... there and then they're removed from their position so that they are not able to be corrupted over time by any entity. I'm going to turn to Aaron and just say, you know how much of a prick that Valish Gant was. Yeah, I that's did not quite like a wild that. card to take with us into a magical city, and not only split the proceeds one additional way, but also if there's something that he finds that he needs and we want as well, it it would likely come to blows. Yeah, I agree. Releasing him and giving him his power back, especially since he was such a dick, uh, probably would backfire on us. Um, there is also in in this discussion you you are thinking back to several times where you felt warm up here in ten towns. One of them was the inn in or not the inn. Well, the inn in Termalane, the bar in Termalane, the bar here, um, and the prison. 
and the prison was actually very warm. Uh, whopping mm. 70 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's just nice and toasty. Um, Aaron, on you, remembering this, you think it might not be the best idea for you to go in specifically mm -hmm. <laughs> if you guys do go there. So, I I guess we go to. Uh... Oh shit! What's the name of the town? What's where's the place that we're going to next? Termalane Lonelywood. No, I mean the bar, the where the magical shit is. Yathrin? Yeah. So I say we just skip and go to Yathrin. And if we can't fix me and Yathrin, we, then we go there as a last resort. I'll tell you, I'm not sure why we go back to the Lonely Wood besides to check in with Al. <clears throat> so, uh, we have a Schwinga. So just stop in there. Uh, Aaron, you can give her a kiss, and we'll go on to the next uh, the next adventure. Aaron would ignore that. He would say, "Yeah, I suppose we don't even really need to stop at the bar. We can just kind of huck the Chewinga from the road, and he'll make it there." Tape a message to his ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have an arrow and a bow. I can strap him to the arrow and stick him to the door. You're terrible, Aaron. Eh, what you gonna do about it? Mail delivery chewinga. Hell, Aaron, just shoot him through the window. Message for you, <laughs> through sir. The <laughs> through the mail slot, just the... <laughs> through the mail slot. <laughs> like a letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> he comes whipping in and lands right on Ellie's shoulder. <laughs> um. So you guys uh, head out. Um, are you heading straight towards Yathrin? You gonna stop in Termalane maybe in, in Lonelywood? I would say stop at Lonelywood just to get rid of the Chewinga because we don't need him getting in our okay. way. Take you? It would take you the better part of traveling a day to get to Lonelywood. Um, and traveling by these dog sleds with Valine. Uh, when you get to Lonelywood, the city's being rebuilt. Um, the, the uh, not rebuilt. It never actually the dragon never actually got there, but the city is building. There's more people here than there were last time. <clears throat> um, whether they're refugees or someone, uh, pulling up to the belching dragon, there is a cozy fire inside. You can see the orange light coming from the windows, which are solid now. It looks like a solid building. There's a sign that's hanging overhead. There's a wrought iron bar that hangs out, and a sign has just got a uh, a dragon's head on it that is belching flame down onto the majority of the sign, and it says the belching dragon inside, and the TB and D are highlighted in red. And that, um, what would you like to do? Uh, I there's, on our I, I think on our noise trip, and music coming from inside. On our trip back to Lonelywood to the bar, I would ask Doc if he would be interested in me setting up my brewing supplies at his bar. Because now that I'm a drunken monk, I have brewing supplies. And I need a place to put it because I need a place to brew. 
and no place better than yeah no place better than you <laughs> um so i would ask doc to because i'm not going in because i will melt i'll ask doc to put it in the basement until <laughs> until i get better and then i can set it up Yeah, and I think we talked about uh, uh, anything else that you want to make room for in the bag of holding. Um, After everything that you sell, if there's anything else that you're not going to need on this trip, that we were going to stash it there so that you have more room for treasure. Mm -hmm. I would definitely do things like, yeah, I would take out the ingots and I would do stuff like that, yeah. I'll I'll take a look at my uh, list and I'll kind of move accordingly after the session. Okay. Crixus, Doc, do you head inside? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Who who goes in first? I mean, Crixus uh, would Doc. want to. Okay. Crixus, yeah, that's fine. You push open the door, and there is suddenly the sounds of a tavern that come pouring out into the night. Uh, there is someone playing a lute. Um, there's conversation. There's laughter. Um... Crixus, as you walk in, a uh, couple of things you see. Ellie's behind the bar. She's busy uh, tending, waiting on some patrons. Um, there is a ferry that goes sailing by with a tray on one hand. And seems kind of frazzled, not used to doing what they do. And sets the drinks down really quick at a table and then grabs the tray and then goes sailing back the other way. Um there's a human that comes in uh, side door and he's got a like boar over his shoulder and he goes walking into the back um, like you would just pull it down you can see where there was probably arrow punctures wounds that killed it uh, out hunting um, and then the strangest thing that you happen to see uh, come out from behind the bar with a tray full of food balanced in its only hand is this herring gone that kind of hops forward and slides the um, the tray onto the bar and mentions to Ellie that uh, this, this food is uh, ready to go uh, and then kind of hops back. And it's very easy to notice um, when he came back, when he came out. I don't know if you missed it in my description. He was only using one hand because he doesn't have another one. And sets that out on the bar and then goes hopping back ellie looks up when she sees the food she looks up and is, sees you and yells crixus and comes running around the bar um nearly knocking over the tray of food that was just left behind and tackles you in a big bear hug not tackles you but huge bear hug that you squeezes you in Stops and backs up. It's, it's so good to see you. Can you believe this? That she she points around to the bar. She's like, I I wanted to. Uh, I didn't know how to get a hold of you. I didn't know where you guys went. Seems like you've added some staff for the bar. I'm glad you have some <sighs> help. Oh, it's it's travelers and wanderers and people people looking for looking for jobs. It's it's 
crazy from all over. I mean, there's a fairy here. There's, uh, yeah, that's, they're kind of, um, they come from money in the Feywild, I guess. And they, they needed, uh, um, they were told to go learn how to not be spoiled. <laughs> so I, I said you could serve tables here. That's definitely not being spoiled. <laughs> that is being at the service of others. So, um, And then I found someone that can do hunting for us and bring in food. Um, he's a ranger. He's, he's actually pretty damn good. But he's um, it's not what he's typically used to hunting. But he's making do here up in the north um, and then I don't know if you saw him I don't know where he came from that's very unusual the rabbit they aren't from around wow. here I've had some problems so some people want to kill him so I, I said it's better he be the cook and stay kind of out of sight Texas has never seen his like before. So. His name's Oscar. It's... Well, I'm glad that you found the help that you needed. Uh, as odd as it is. <laughs> Doc! Then, uh... She finally sees Doc behind you and runs over <laughs> and gives you a hug too, Doc. Are you... oh, it's good to see you. We have missed you here. I, I, all I could think about was you while, while we were rebuilding how much you would like what this has become and how your laughter is missed <laughs> yeah Doc is laughing and says this is amazing and then and then her eyes like in, in all of it seeing you and seeing Crixus, or seeing Crixus, seeing Doc, she turns it, and the chewing up pops out of the backpack just a little bit, and <laughs> get really big. As she looks at you, Crixus, she's like, "Is is, is this him? <laughs> is, this, yes. is this what we found?" <laughs> yes, your your friend has missed you terribly, and although may not be of much assistance, I imagine somewhat of a busboy potentially. He, he, <laughs> the the, the Chewingo holds up his finger again and ducks back into the pack and then comes up with the thimble on his head sideways kind of and puts the fork over his shoulder and kind of marches out and stands up at attention. She's like, oh, you learned to fight, didn't you? And the thimble kind of flips forward a little bit on its head. That's, oh. Well, there isn't any fighting here. Do you know how to serve food? <laughs> kind of shrugs. Come on, I'll teach you. And he jumps out her hand, and she brings him over to the bar. Um, and she goes, well, we have customers. If you want to pull up to the bar and talk, are you guys staying for the night? Or are you, are you leaving right away? Well, we have no intention of staying long term. Um, you may have noticed that uh, Aranon is not able to join us are at present. I was just gonna ask. How is he? Uh, 
He's very cold right now. I was gonna say and he's giving he everybody the cold shoulder. He's very cold uh, and is, needs to stay that way. Yes, uh, in fact, uh, he's been you, cursed. When you, say, when you say he's very cold, she goes, "Well, tell me something I don't know." You <laughs> <laughs> needs to stay that way. He's cursed, and she's cursed. Like oh. how is he outside? Uh, he is, in fact, he is uh, temporarily, we hope, and has become an ice golem. <laughs> it is the darndest magic, and we've we've got a friend to help us, but we we need to travel far uh, to find a cure. I see. So, unfortunately, he would quite literally become a puddle and not from weeping if we brought him into the box. All right. Well, let me... Triss! And Fairy comes flying over with her awkwardly holding this tray. There's nothing on it. Like, yes! <laughs> Watch the bar for a minute. I need to go say hi to a friend. Okay, I think I can do that. And she goes sailing back with the tray. It's kind of wobbling and oversized. And there's a crashing sound as she gets behind the bar. Uh, Ellie walks out of the belching dragon urn on. And sees you and Valine hanging, on, hanging out, out there. So. So you got yourself into a mess without me. I'm just going to smile and shrug my shoulders like, well. And I'm going to say, uh, you look well. Bar life is suiting you, it seems. I am well. This is what I needed. Good. I, I, I'm glad that you are happy. And I'm just all I, sorts of awkward. Yeah, and... She kind of pats you on the cheek, and just just like the solid sound of the flesh hitting the ice. Don't leave I it there I too long. Feel... My face will melt. <laughs> well, she, no, she pats you on the cheek, and she says, "I wish I could feel bad about this." And then she kisses you on the other cheek. It says, "Good luck finding a solution." And walks I... away. <laughs> she just stay around to say hi. She's not warm or cordial to you at all. Um, I'm gonna turn to Valine and say, ah, "I see. I've taught her well." Uh, <laughs> Valine's kind of like, um, "Okay." <laughs> she walks back into the bar. Doc and Crixus, what are you doing in the bar? Anything? Ooh, Jesus! Her phone fell. Fine. Drinks and pocket bacon for the road. Drinks and pocket bacon? Um, uh, yes, Doc? I know Jeff's connection stinks right now. He messaged me. Uh, as soon as he, uh, Doc would, as, as soon as he gets in there, he would start like, you know, his eyes would be running all over the place seeing what's going on, and then he would probably just start jumping in and helping and 
attending bar and delivering food and whatever and just like this is what it's like this is this is a good life and just jump right in do it um when ellie comes back into the bar she she walks up to crixus and kind of notes that doc is running around doing all this stuff this <laughs> she looks at crixus this is kind of what he wanted this life look at him look at him go and just notes that he's running around the bar do you guys still need more help I mean if he wants to I could probably see if Jacob wanted to go with you guys I, I do not know who Jacob is. I don't. I don't <laughs> oh, he's is. he's our ranger. That's... I'm sorry. I apologize. I should introduce oh. you. He does he does the hunting for the food, but we have other sources for food. There's other hunters within the within the town. Well, um, last I know of of Doc, it's certainly his choice. But uh, leaving yeah. Aaron on the way he is 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 not an option for us. No. No, I'd like to see him sweat a little bit in that form, though. To be honest, I don't know if Fernand's sweating it. He's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, if, you, if you came inside, you'd sweat a little bit. Well, if I came inside, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to think Aranon wants to be in the bar. <laughs> oh, Aranon, Aranon is very upset that he cannot partake in alcohol in bars and partying like that's yeah that's, that was that's the one thing that he actually cares about he's that was the frustration with the festival in Brinjander. Mm -hmm. yeah because aaron that you know the the ice he can deal with the ice you know he's he has definitely has to be more careful he's not jumping off a two-story building to swan time bomb anybody anybody anytime soon I but, imagine Aranon has gotten a nice, like, golden goatee from trying to drink brew, drink beer, or ale, <laughs> at that last party, so there's, like, this frozen golden goatee that's kind of hanging yes. off of him now. Yes. Some beer goatee. Right? Yep. Save it for later. Yeah. Yeah, Gro exactly. Grown it out for the ladies. <laughs> uh, let me... Let me let him do this for a minute. I'm gonna go talk to Jacob. Just see if that option's even open. Because clearly, where you're going, you're still gonna need some help. And she heads in the back for a little while. Doc, you're running around. You're you're having the time of your life. This is what you've wanted for the longest time to settle in and. Where where is your head sitting? As as you're moving around, you're shucking and jiving and pulling taps and sliding beers down the bar and laughing and uh you you meet Triss in the middle of all of this and uh she's somewhat frustrated but bubbly and uh adapting to um 
serving and stuff. Um, you do happen to catch a vision of Oscar here or there uh, as he comes around to bring some food out. A um, little unsettling the first time. Anyone just missing a hand is unsettling. Um, but where, where's your head at? How are you feeling? What are you? What are you? What are you thinking? Yeah, Doc is is enjoying himself thoroughly, but he's so in the moment that he's not even thinking about tomorrow at this point. Um, I think he he knows that he has a friend who's in need, and that would trump everything. But if he knew that his friend was taken care of, he would love to sit and watch sunrises and sunsets over the lake and serve the patrons of the bar. So he's uh, he's kind of torn between uh, responsibility and and uh, something he's looked forward to for a while. Um, so Ellie comes back and says, uh, sits down to Crixus and says, Jacob would be willing to help you guys if you like. Um, I personally would love to see Doc here. That's that's me. So, um, but I guess I need to ask him. And as Doc goes, he's coming running back to the bar at one point. Nelly kind of grabs your arm, Doc. Doc, 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 stop, stop. Come here, come here, come here. Do you want to stay? Uh, of course, of course I want to stay. I I was talking to Crixus about this. I was talking to Crixus about this. And if you want to stay, Jacob has agreed that he would go help. Help them find a solution for Aranon. He's good. He's He's actually underselling himself right now hunting boar in the woods here. Like, he's better than just a simple hunter. And there's other hunters in this village. Um, so he could better use his skills with them. You could stay here. You look like you want to be here. You look like you belong here. I know we've had conversations about this. And the two months we had you... Or two weeks we had, whatever the timing was, she says. The, the time that you spent here with us in the beginning... I miss that time hanging out with you. Aww. Yeah. Doc would, um, would, uh, start laughing because obviously it got serious. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she she kind of looks puzzled. Goes, well, I'm glad you're very, um, happy about this. Yeah, he would, uh, he would say, uh, you know, uh, at this point, not all of my decisions get to be made by me. I definitely want to talk to um, Prixis and and uh, Aranon about this to make sure that they're okay with that. Because, um, you know, it, it's hard to uh, take on someone new when you don't know anything about them. So, Oh, for um, sure. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. 
So yeah, if I'm working with him tonight, I mean, he's definitely the most courteous person in the building here. I'm not not saying something, and he points at himself, and make you an, know that's a joke. <laughs> make an make an insight check when she says he's a good guy. Uh oh, uh oh. That's not a. I'm not good at inside seven. No, you, you just pick up on it though. Genuinely thinks he's a good guy. Chris has picked up on it. Uh, I feel like I I know Ellie pretty well, based yeah. on our conversations about Aaron and the wistful looks that she has and things like mm-hmm. that. So, yep. So I I see a little bit of that same wistful. Gl- bliss and stuff like that so she's always tell how important he might be to her falling for the unavailable guys it seems um it seems you guys need to have a conversation um i'll here and she hands you each a, a warm mug of something so go talk to Aaron on figure out what you want to do Either right. way, if you go He'll if you it. go with them, Doc, you go with them and you'll come back to us here. The Belching Dragon will we'll get by without you if you want to go, but if you want to stay, there are options. And He'll, she... He'll make sure to grab a mug for Aranon, even though he knows he's going to drink it himself. Okay. <laughs> so Crixus and Doc... Uh, come out of the Belching Dragon, Aranon, to you and Valene. Um, and Crixus has a mug of something in his hand. Doc has two mugs, one in each hand. So yeah. I start out by saying I think we might need to be here a while at night. We've got some real discussions to have, and uh, so I think we should. F- you know, get together, but also assume that we're going to be here for at least a day. I would say, so Aaron would be interested, but he'd, he'd be wanting to go like first light. So he would probably say like all of tomorrow and then leave the next day. Cause I feel like this, our time is short before Oral finds another means to fly. I mean, we probably don't need to wait an entire day either. If uh, we can probably well, leave in the morning, I don't know how much we need to to do, but we definitely need to have a conversation. Well, here's a quick aside: if we um, if we proceed with Doc, we can leave right away. If we've got to get to know a new traveler and exchange important equipment and things like that, we're going to need an overnight. So I think the discussion probably drives what happens next. But so I'm not just going to grab a new guy by the scruff and put him on the dog sled. Uh, I mean, Doc would explain and kind of summarize stuff that you guys had probably already heard in bits and pieces all along about, you know, where he was and what he was doing and how, you know, coming up and meeting you guys was, was awesome. That gave him purpose and gave him an ability to make some coin and, and end up with this, you know, this bar. 
and um, like this is exactly what he's looking for. But he also then, said, you know, he he <clears throat> says that you know how important you guys are to him and making sure that Aranon's okay, and, and he doesn't want to leave you high and dry. And the bar's not going anywhere. You know, we've we've neutralized the threats for now. So if this is something you guys, you know, need some some heavy muscle for. That, that he is willing to go along and, and figure out what need you know, get done what needs to be done. When that's figured out, then he can always come back. Um, and that it's really up to mainly Aranon and, and Crixus as far as knowing what they need, what they're going to need to make this a successful adventure. In true Aranon fashion, he would say, it is truly your choice. But if you come with us, you need to be in 100%. I don't need you to have your mind wandering back to the bar and wishing you were here when we are in perilous positions and needing your full attention. I can guarantee you my full attention would be doing the best job possible to make it back to the bar. Um, So the bar itself wouldn't be crowding my thoughts succeeding the mission would be where does your heart tell you to go does your heart tell you to come with us or does it tell you to stay because if if ellie is recommending this ranger person whoever the fuck he is um he is probably worthy of being in our group i do not see ellie risking our lives with someone who is not up to par. Uh, Are you guys planning on... uh, uh, Did we decide if we're going to try the Valish Gant Revel's End thing, or going straight to Yithrin? I think we're skipping that and going right to Yithrin. Okay, because I was going to say, if you were going to do the Revel's End thing, you could always swing back here if things didn't work out. And uh, I don't want to take Valish Gant to Yithrin. No. So, um, I feel Crixus feels like that is a very risky proposition. Having a powerful magic user in a land of magic, and both of us might be vying for the same magical equipment. Um, especially knowing Valine possibly has a propensity to side with him, this could be volatile. Mm-hmm. So, um, these are the things that are working through Crixus's mind that he is not communicating to the rest of the group, obviously because Valine is still... I was just going to say, yeah, Valine's standing right there. you saying that out loud. Um, but but all, my, all my communication is predicated along that line along where that I'm line. not interested in Valish Gand yep. at this time. I'm As you guys have this conversation focused. and say that you're not interested in Valish Gant and going that route, you can see, you can notice, noticeably see Valine relax. Uh, and you didn't quite realize it, but since his name was brought up, she has been tense. And just now you realize, oh, she's, 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 was willing to do it, but was not going to be happy about it. Would, would you say that she's been in tense town? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I think then we're all on the same page. The only question is with Doc, 
or with Jacob. Is that what you said? I'm sorry. Yeah, Jacob. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm gonna. So Crixus is just gonna say to Doc, "Boy, you need to follow your heart, but it needs to be now, and it needs to be complete. If you yes. intend on being back to the bar, and that's where your heart lies, I can't guarantee." We will bring you back safely. We do not know where we are going today. Um, the conversation, you should explore this feeling. The conversation continues along these lines um, on the porch to the Belching Dragon. Um, Ellie comes out at one point and serves drinks to you guys. There is a table out there and there is a section that is closer to the fireplace. The, the chimney and whatnot that is radiating some amount of heat that you can set your chairs those of you that want the warmth be near that and allow Aranon to be further away from it and still remain solid uh, you do meet Jacob through the night um, at one point Trist does come out and talk to you guys for a little while as well um, and so through the through the course of the evening you have a good long discussion about what you want to do next and whether doc wants to go along or whether jacob is he, he tells you what he has to offer and honestly you guys can have that conversation between now and next week and we will <laughs> pick up in the morning with whatever the party composition will be and we'll either have a sad goodbye or a hopeful goodbye or a or a I'll be back moment. <laughs> and so, in any scenario, Doc will be laughing. Yep. Either way, we're going to have a lot of fun, eh? <laughs> a couple of wild and crazy guys. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait for the meta discussions after this. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we'll, we'll tie it off there. Yeah, awesome. Outside the belching dragon. The, awesome. the dream, awesome. the desire, the the awesome, awesome home base you guys have now. Yeah, that is pretty dope. Nice. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's <clears throat> session. I'm glad we were able to pop back in. Uh, we missed you dearly last week, JC, although we did have some great discussions. I listened to it. It was fantastic. That's fun. Gave me a That's lot fun. of lot of good background info. 100% yeah. we're headed to Yathrin now. Who, yeah, I think what our team map. looks like, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I think I have a map of the Belching Dragon now, too. Ooh, oh, nice. awesome. After this, it just occurred to me what the Belching Dragon probably looks like. In fact, yeah, this is it. This is the Belching Dragon. If, if so you, I can actually... If you give me a drawing, John, I can create it in my dungeon draft yeah. and, and create an actual yep. bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me know when you're doing that. I want to watch. Okay. Yeah, I will, I will, I will hit out a rough sketch and... Um, Hell, actually, I should just take a picture of it and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, whenever, whenever you're done sketching, just it. a picture of what I got, not rough sketch it out again, and let you get, let you and Jeff have a good, uh, good time looking at this. Be awesome, and then uh, Tom, you can bring it to life. That sounds fantastic. Because I just, I have a funny feeling that, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'll see if I'll see if I want to play it that way. It's all good. Anyway. <laughs> so we are two nerds one quest. We are here every Sunday morning, eight thirty a.m. Central Time. As you can tell, we have a lot of fun doing this, and we appreciate everybody that pops into chat. 
Mr. Plant Lamp was here all session. I saw Elkwin was here. Plant. I saw Syndica is here. Ice Wizards is here. Ladybug X3 times three is here. So yeah, we've we had a nice little nice little viewing today. Uh thank is that you for one popping female in. bug or three female bugs. One one lady, three bugs. It's it's a coven of witches. It's, it's a coven of ladybugs. Anyway. Coven of ladybugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to be doing show titles after the show is over, so stick around after the ending credits. Uh, there's a link here, tommmnorm.showbot.tv. Go vote on a title. You've got some good ones today. Um, support us. Today. Support us any way you can. Uh, Patreon.com slash quest. We have some fun rewards. I will be updating that. I have some ideas, so I will be kind of messing with that, hopefully over Christmas break. Um, let other people know about the podcast. Podcast comes out Monday mornings, usually 7.30 a.m. is when it drops. Uh, what else? Just let other people know about it. Uh, give us some reviews. We, you know, Reviews wherever you get your podcast from. Usually Apple Podcasts is a great place to leave a review. That gets extra eyes on us and extra ears uh, to the show, and we would love it. We'd love to share this with other people. Um, so we will be back. I am assuming uh, we'll say tentatively next Sunday we will be back. Uh, it is the day after Christmas. Does that sound accurate? The day That's after correct. Christmas. Yes, that would be yep. correct. So as of as of right now, I'm going to say yes, we're doing it. Um, so pay attention. Uh, to the Twitter and the Discord, pop in our Discord, bit.ly slash our fun Discord to get updates and, and get in on some hot D D chat. Yeah. And it, yeah, we and read for it, anybody so if in, you post something in there, we'll respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for anybody in there, I would love to Tom set up a a thread for other D D podcasts that people are into similar to this. So um, you know spread some word like that yeah sh come come join our discord share your fun stuff if, if you have a channel you want like where you want to share your own fun creativeness whether it's drawings or audio or whatever let me know i i may uh, have promote, a channel in there already definitely promote yourself yeah promote yourself in our in our discord let others you know it's just another form of getting eyes on your own stuff so with that being said for me for the lazy dragon for Mr. Crixus, who seems to be softening on Aranon a little bit. And for the DMJC, we'll catch you next week. Bang. Oh, you make a good couple. <laughs> sure. <laughs>